0: Welcome to the Jeff Knows, Inc. Entrepreneurial Podcast with your host, Jeff Lopes. Jeff has over two decades experience as a serial entrepreneur, building brands like KimuraWare from his home basement to a multi-million dollar global brand that has sold over a quarter million pairs of boxing gloves. Jeff's here to educate, guide, and drive you on the process of bringing your ideas and dreams to reality with the inspiring stories from some of the top business minds.
1: Welcome to episode 146 of the Jeff Nozine Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lopes. Super excited to have on today. A gentleman who needs no introduction, bass rootin'. Sit back, everyone, and enjoy. We are live, we are live on the Jeff Nozine Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lopes. Uh, excited. To have on today, at Bass Rood. And What is up, brother?
0: I'm doing great. I'm sitting in my car. Look at this. I I go, oh, you know, let's do this interview. I was supposed to be somewhere, but I was too late. So I figured I'll do it now.
1: This is awesome. This is gonna be tons of fun. Let's let's throw it upside down. Let's start off with you growing up. When was your first initial interaction with martial arts? What age and, and what was it?
0: Um 12 years of old, uh, 12 years of age, and uh it was Taekwondo. And it was with an, uh, I, I trained with the adults because I was bullied a lot because of my skin disease and my asthma. So, uh, and then finally somebody took me on the swing and I started training with him with the adults. And that was it. A couple of months later, I started beating the adults up. And then they started talking about me in the dressing room, giving me, oh man, did you see that kid, boss? He's crazy. He just broke Jack. And everybody's laughing. And, and then I got into a fight with the biggest bully in my class, in my school. And I knocked him out with one punch. And that's when all the bullying stopped. So for years, I've been trying to talk, 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 talk. And then finally, when I uh, dropped the bully, but I was 14. uh, So 12, I asked my parents, but it took me two years to convince them to do martial arts. But one punch stopped 95% of the bullying. It's amazing how that works.
1: I love that. I love that. I love it. So growing up, what was your next interaction with martial arts? You went from Taekwondo to what was your next um, martial art you actually dove into?
0: So whatever was, because I knocked him out and he broke his nose in the process, the police showed up. So my mom and dad, that was a confirmation that Miles Schillards was violent. Now, in, my, in, in, in their defense, I never told him I was bullied because my mother had so much work with me already. She would mummify me every night, put creams so that I would rip it off and do it again. And I was sick a lot, you know, in bed at home. I have to do everything in bed because I couldn't breathe. My asthma was extreme asthma, like seven days in bed. They believed to eat or to drink, you know, because <laughs> you, you can't freaking breathe. So uh, that's why I didn't want to bother them with it. So once they took me off immediately after the knockout, I waited till I was, I believe, 20 or 21 when I moved out of the house, and that's when I started picking up. And it was a form of karate called Shintai Karate. Had some little throws in there, but very basic stuff. And then very soon, like within six months, I wanted to compete full contact, so I started, started up for, for Thai boxing as well. <clears throat> and then I think, like, yeah, four months later or something, I had my first Thai boxing match.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. So where when was your actual first interaction with MMA getting into it? Was it through Pride or was it prior to that?
0: Oh, prior to that, we started before the UFC. It was called Free Fight at the time. It's so weird. You know, I, I had no clue I was ever going to fight again because I lost the fight in Holland, which I shouldn't have taken because it was three and a half weeks I had to train and I was yeah. partying for three years, but I was <laughs> drunk when I said yes to the fight. <laughs> And then me, when they made the posters and put me on the posters, I go, oh, I can do it because I knocked all the other guys out. So, but this guy was really good. Yeah. So, uh, and and then I'll talk, a lot of happened. I should have fought the fight, but I lost the fight, and um, and everybody spit me out. And so I always told everybody, I will never fight in Holland again because it's such a loser. What a loser thing to do, you know? You lose yeah. one fight, suddenly you're the worst fighter. Before I was the best, you know. So, yeah. so then my wife told me, she says, you know, you're going to be a famous fighter in Japan. This is in '92. And I go, no, I'm not going to fight anymore. She said, I know that. But she said, Holland, you're going to go to Japan. I wasn't doing anything in martial arts. And then in 93, I think in August or something, a little bit before July, they uh, they gave me a call. They say you got to come to Amsterdam. There's uh, two guys here for a new organization called Pancras. Yeah. And they're looking for fighters. And I had a tryout. I had a scuffle with some of his champions, one of his champions, that uh, who tried to knock me out. So I knocked him out with a head kick, which looked spectacular. And those guys were pointing at me. They said, we want him. And that was it, September 21st. Never forget, it was my first fight in Japan in 93. Yeah.
1: And how long were you active in Japan for from there on?
0: I fought in Japan till 97. So four years. But four understand, years. I fought 31 fights in in, those time, in that time.
1: So you're very active.
0: I was a very active fighter, yeah. yeah. 31 or 30? No, I think 31. So. Yeah, it was like the first year I had nine fights and the second eight. And that was crazy, you know, because if you're not injured, might as well keep on fighting. You know, you're still in shape. You don't have to really go through everything again and just keep uh, keep training.
1: So your, your moments in pride, can you give me one or two little stories of moments in pride that just put a smile on your face when you sit back and reflect on them?
0: A good memory. Well, a good memory is always Fader and Merkel Krokop, right? That 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 fight, the way it was hyped, the way it was presented. But unfortunately, they s- did not see this in America. I hope you can see it online somewhere. The packages yeah. that these Japanese made always about these fighters. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. And then you saw Merkel Krokop in a high tech gym like Ivan Drago, bang, 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 kicking clean bash clean everything. And then Fedor, he's running in the snow. And he has rusted kettlebells. He's swinging <laughs> around, you know, and it goes back to Fader, but that Fader, oh, no, to Crocop, and Krokop is suddenly at a river and at, at a grave, and, and there's a river and there's corpses floating in the river. And you go, oh, What heck is going on? And he sits at the grave of his dad who passed away in the war. And, I mean, they built this whole freaking story. And, you know, I mean, when he came up, I got goosebumps now. When he came up, he, he was crying. Crocop had tears in his eyes. He just saw the package that they did on his father and him, you know. it was. But and then that fight, you know, and all these fights with Sakuraba and Ogera and and uh, and Fedor and you know Quinton Rampage Jackson the freaking slam. I mean, it, it's it's a nonstop thing, you know. it was crazy. One of the funniest thing was High in Grace. You know, you know rest peace to him. Um, we walk in this place, and he's he's some crazy guy too. Man, was, that's why we clicked so well. <clears throat> and we walk in the in the in the Saitama Super Arena, yeah. and he's walking there with some people. And I'm walking with Mauro behind him. And suddenly he breaks loose from the group and he walks to the fire alarm and he pulls the fire alarm. And I this this shit goes falling out of the ceiling and the whole <laughs> place. And I go, who does that? You know, it was the most insane thing, but it was the most funny thing. So that's one of my funniest moments that I saw that I go like, I never expected somebody to do that just before a night. Like, let's hit that thing. Seems like a fun thing to do. You know, <laughs> but that's why I love
1: that guy so much. It was <laughs> awesome. What about in, in the competition realm of for yourself? What what are? Give me one good memory or one epic moment of you in, in competition that just you sit back now and like, wow, that was just that that was such an important turn in my career or something like that.
0: For me, it was the rematch against Funaki uh, because Funaki beat me the first time.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: and then I became a complete different fighter. You know, after the last time I lost against Ken. I saw lose, was three times by submission. So now I said, this is it. I said, I'm gonna focus on the ground because I yeah. didn't do that. I didn't have anybody. Yeah. But I start, I found one guy and I started training two or three times a day and I flipped everything. I mean, I my next eight fight, so I lost the fight by submission and then my next eight I won by submission. I know yeah. people were like, holy crap, what's going on? It's just, I started just, I loved it. And it, again, when you love something, you do it a lot and then you automatically yeah. become good. So that's what uh, was happening. And so then when I fought Funaki for the second time, because he got me in a toehold and I always tell the people at home, you know, I say, don't let that name fool you. I saw a guy break his shin bone with a toehold. Yeah. It's not like they hold your toe. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? no, it's no. a freaking, crazy move and, and it hurt me a lot. And uh, it was always this, you know, he was going to beat me again. And then I was the champion. So he came in to fight for the belt and this time I knocked him out and and it was a tough fight too it was like I mean he went he came up like five times there were eight counts in yeah,
1: yeah, so I would yeah.
0: drop him and then he would get back up and then drop him and we'll get back and the whole audience started chanting for him you know nah, okay. and then he would get up again I go shit here we go because I was starting get tired I was <laughs> freaking unloading on this guy and every time somehow he stood up and then at the end I grabbed him by the hair I remember that really tight and I drilled my knee in his face as hard as I could and <laughs> it worked he stayed down this time. You know, it was a crazy fight. They always say it's for me. It was my best fight, but also for him, it was his best fight. Because if you look at it, it's like, what the? How does he get up? It's like Jason, the 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 thirteenth. You know, Friday the thirteenth. And <laughs> go, oh, they stand up again, and they get up and go, what the heck, did? I had my palms, and my both knees were bad. So, you're, uh,
1: you're trying to show me your knees there
0: yeah i think so no yeah. no i was trying to show no, my knees i will be very stupid but you know i am very stupid so sometimes <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting behind the steering wheel but it was black and blue it was crazy it was really crazy
2: <laughs>
1: so you're i mean your body went through a lot uh with all your knee injuries and, and, and injuries and all that stuff when oh. did, when did you start like was it like something that accumulated over the years or during the injuries? When did they actually start taking such a toll on you?
0: The worst injury was a tendonitis. And it's I shouldn't yeah. say tendinitis, it's something that I have both in my arms here. And it's something it's a form of tendonitis, but it's insanely painful. And when that that happened a few fights that, like if it would happen, let's say I, I bustle out of an arm bar or I hit a bag really hard and I feel like a little whoop, like it's really a really weird thing click i feel and they go oh shit here we go and then you have about 45 minutes and then the pain comes and that pain is almost intolerable and there's nothing you can do because there's no pain medication you can take well actually for my very last fight that's why i tested positive for uh, for for the Vicodin. Yeah. because of that was because of all these pains that i had you know so but you normally you don't want to take it because it slows you down yeah. you know you don't know want it might you don't want to cloud your mind. So that's why I took that thing at 10 o'clock in the morning and my fight was in the evening. I think, oh, it won't be out of my system. But apparently, it still tested positive for it. But uh, that, so if that happens, say three weeks before a fight, then every workout, you have 45 minutes to work out. It's clock, or you kept set a clock on it. And then like the 46 minute, that's it. And then wow. you go home, you lose weight from the pain. You can't eat. It's, I mean, it's so painful. I don't know, it like comes from the inside out. And when that happened a few times, then it went a few fights away and then it came back and uh, you know, you really don't want to train anymore. Like normally I would always look forward to start training, working out the morning. First thing I do, oh, training today. You know, I would love it. And, uh, but once that, that kind of pain comes, it's not fun anymore and you don't want to do it anymore.
1: Yeah. 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 Let's talk a little bit about how many children do you have?
0: Three and a Three, grandson.
1: And a grandson here. How old are your children?
0: Uh, thirty-one, twenty-five, and twenty. What does what does fatherhood mean to you? I think it's very important. It's a uh, you know it's it's uh, the if you, if I look at my girls and I see how they respect how how respectful they are to other people and what they do and how sweet they are, you know, you know, you did something right. Needless to say, that's my wife a big part in it. But you know, I am always been that guy as well. And they will never believe. Somebody says, oh, your daughter bullied somebody. I can give you a guarantee. It's not. Uh, it will never happen, you know, because I really made them aware of, what well, because it happened to me. You will never do that to somebody because this is going to be really bad, you know, when you come home. So, but they're such a sweetheart. And, and just that and hearing people. And uh, for instance, my uh, middle daughter, she worked at the gym for a while. And then every single person in the gym you comes up, you know, they're like, oh my God, your daughter, man, she's such a sweetheart. and You know, so those, those are good feelings. You did something right, you know, yeah, and that's course. what I like. And of now with course. the grandson, I was going to ask you that. Girls. Yeah, yeah. So how, how, is being, grandson, how is it being? How is it being?
1: How is being Now, now you just how, how is it with the grandson?
0: That's that's freaking awesome, you know. But <laughs> unfortunately, like my oldest uh, uh, daughter, she lives in Holland. Yeah. So a couple of times a year, like four times a year, I go over there, and then I'll see them for a week, for seven days, visiting the family. So, but they were officially they're going to come next year. They're going to come to America okay so yeah. uh then I get my hands on him I'm gonna lose his passport I start training him and he's gonna because he's a natural heavyweight so <laughs> it's <gonna be> good.
1: <laughs> I love it I love it I love it one gentleman that obviously you had a huge impact on his life and it was funny that I was it just flipping through Instagram and I saw he did I don't know if you wanted to call it a poem or a song or a, a rap I don't know if you saw it. Dwayne of yeah I, I
0: that,
1: that was so cool I was listening I was like oh my god this is this is special yeah what what does it mean to you when you hear something like that
0: that's huge I mean I played that thing already five times just by myself and I, I got tears in my eyes I told him Dude, this is so awesome you know I did and and then he uh, said are you he asked me are you okay with me post, posting it I go oh okay yeah of course but but then I want to post it as well you know I want to <laughs> show people because it's uh, I just, yeah, that's, again, you know you did something right. You know, he's got he's got also two sons, and one son is also boss, boss Ludwig. You oh. know, so they, you know you had an impact. And on a guy like Dwayne, and I always say this in an interview, if they ask about Dwayne, because all these stories with alpha male dude, I was there. I knew exactly what he said I was going to do. I yeah, was yeah. going to be there for a year and a half. I'm going to go back to my family in Colorado. It was all prepaid. It was all yeah. preset. 100% guaranteed, not 999 yeah. And uh, so I always said, if I had a son, I I wish he would be exactly like Dwayne because he's the most straight guy, you know, he's yes and no. And it doesn't matter if, if you're wrong, you're wrong. You know, he's not going to swindle around it. If you're, if you get tested in martial arts at the bank system, you know, and you don't know your crap, you're not going to pass. This is not like a, a, a karate gym where everybody passes and it gets their belts. I know I don't, don't know the technique people that does the quality control you know so yeah and he's very people go like oh but i thought i passed no you didn't you did this one this one this one this one this one work on that the next time we're gonna go again but that's how you make people better you know and unfortunately mm. in this day and age i mean everybody needs the prize you know in school everybody there's no losers anymore i mean no, you set your I, kids up I, for I, failure.
1: i hate it i hate the particip- participation participation ribbon right i, I can't stand it can't stand it. Yep. Exactly what you're saying. It's just everybody's led to be failures, to be losers when they grow up.
0: That's it. You're not yeah. used to anything anymore. You can't handle stress anymore. They need a pill for everything. I mean, yeah. crap, sometimes what you hear in these universities now, and I hope no, hope for you guys it's not so, <laughs> in the in Canada. I mean okay, I give you an example. There was so much uh when Trump won at the time. Apparently we heard that. These were so freaking out, these kids and teachers in universities, they had to go outside hugging trees and playing with Play Doh. And then petting Shetland ponies like these little tiny ponies. And I go like, and I go like, oh my God, what if you're a guy and a woman looks at that, what woman wants to marry a guy like that? And I'm not political, I'm just saying if you're really getting stressed stress and you have to pet a tree or hug a tree or play with Play-Doh, something is wrong with you, man. <laughs> you know, fix the problem, learn how to deal with it get stronger that's how we do
2: it (sighs) i
1: love it i love it i love it the karate combat league what's your what's your involvement with that are you are you ownership or is it just you're you're just part of supporting it
0: yeah no i'm i i'm also uh i'm a part of the company now uh because they they actually happened uh, recently because they were very uh very happy because I was there with them from the beginning. Yeah. 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 And uh, we just have a really good relationship. I think the show is a phenomenal show, you know, it's looking like we're going to go to live shows now. Uh, so I, I think it will only grow. Uh, especially with trying now, for instance, the guy who gets knocked got knocked out on, in the Olympics, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. The guy who knocked him out, he fights already for karate combat. So what they're trying to do right now is they're going to see if they can fight full contact on karate combat. So, because now the Olympic guy won a medal, a gold medal by, getting knocked out it was like the weirdest
1: yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> the weirdest yeah
0: decision can you imagine him waking up and he goes like did i win He go yeah <laughs> you won by knockout did i knock- no you got knocked out and that's why you <laughs> have a gold medal i go like oh okay and then the other guy you won by knockout yeah but you lost yeah okay <laughs> it's, yeah, a, c- it's crazy it's the dumbest thing
1: where, where do you see that league going because it does have a lot I of potential see- has a huge huge potential
0: yep I see it going big. I see it going big. We got these, these, uh, these Olympic level athletes on there. Um, soon they're going to open the door also for other guys. You know that we say okay, but right now they're just catching up to the rest of the world to this. Because you have to understand that point karate is a completely different thing. You know, it's like one. Point, you you see if you watch the first shows from karate combat, you will see the evolution. You see a guy literally punch. And then he stops. Ah! And then the other guy just keeps hitting him. Goes, oh, shit. Yeah, he forgot. You know, he needs to make combinations. So <laughs> yeah. he gets one kick and he connects and he stops because you scored a point. You yeah. see? And then suddenly these all of them, they start tie boxing, boxing. I mean, everybody starts doing combinations on the side. Yeah, night. yeah, yeah. So everybody rises up. So I think they give him one more year. And then they're going to open it up for also other people, I believe, other strikers.
1: Yeah, I love or it. Or not karate it. fighters. Yeah. So it'll be open up like that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So you're, you guys are hoping to go to live shows. That's a big goal for the, for, for the event.
0: Yeah. I think with everything, you know, with, with the gambling, with everything it's a, nowadays, it, it's a big thing. I mean, look at the last fight with Jake Paul and you know, it's constantly it's about gambling and it's, well, of course it's Barstool is promoted the whole thing. <laughs> what's, what's your think, mind? What's your, your mindset? What's your mindset with something like that? I, you know i have uh, utterly uh, the utmost respect for guys like that
2: okay
0: so, because they, they, they it's not like they trained for three months and they're going to fight they're going to try it out this guy really puts the work in for three years he's busy he's really trying to get the signs on the controller you know and, and people can scream whatever they want but look what they did to them you know when you look at the packages they were completely wild guys both of them you know his brother too and then you know they this kind of put him in line and you know, and he was talking about that he was a bully, and he used to bully people, and that he, you know, and it was just the wrong thing to do, and then boxing pulled him out of that. Now, I mean, that's a great message. It's the same as the Kardashians, yeah. How it started, and people are still complaining about that, but it's not about that. It's it's not it's it's not where you are. It's where you're going to go, right? And where they go right now, I think they do a lot of good stuff. You know, positive vibes out there. You know, it's all about love and peace. You know, there's nothing bad. There's no no profanity. I mean. I I enjoyed when people flip around like that because we all did. It's so easy to judge at people and point fingers. But then, you know, like Jesus said, "You would commit a notion, let him throw the, the cast the first stone, right? And then if you start thinking, yeah, you know, a lot of people do a lot of things wrong. We know that whether it's not being not a good dad or not a good father or not husband or, you know, and that's just in the family. But there's a lot of stuff that you can do wrong. Yeah. So uh, get your life in order before you start judging out as I always
1: say. Yeah, I love that. So it is true. I mean, if you look at these both, even both brothers, I mean, they're putting the time in, they're putting the training, they're putting the effort in. I yeah. think a lot of people, a lot, a lot of that that hatred comes from jealousy, right? Because oh, they have a platform that people are, are throwing money at because they've built this platform for themselves right through YouTube and all that. So, I mean, it, it, I think a lot of that stems from jealousy more than anything else, right? And that's just human nature in general, right? If if you can't be something, you're gonna. I mean, most people try to hate it and 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 bring it down because they, they they know they can't achieve it, so they're gonna try to bring you down along the way. So I think that's just how it goes. Acting. Let's let's talk about a little bit about your acting. When when did you when was the first time you actually did uh, anything um, acting wise, whether it's to like movie wise or anything like
0: that? I did a, a TV show called Eighteen Wheels of Justice. I hope they don't have the video of it because it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> how, long, uh, I was a bank how long ago was that? that's a long time ago I mean we're talking 98 or something 99 <laughs> and there was the guy from the Coca-Cola light break the guy who took his shirt off right and all these women from, from the commercial <laughs> yeah. and, and that guy became his own show and he was a really good guy nice guy and, and they, they were acting, but I, I never acted before you know and it was like almost like my first fight I memorized everything I knew everything but then they, I was a bank robber so they put a wig on me and the, the shades and <laughs> And it was, it was a Thursday, and it was going to be a long weekend. So they were going to be, after my shot, they were going to be, uh, everybody was going to be free for like four days. So everybody wanted to go home, yeah. right? So I'm standing there, and I start sweating, and it, it the the, the, the yeah. wig start itching, and the, the glasses start sliding down on my nose, you know, and I'm thinking out. And, and it goes, and action. And I go, what's the first line? I completely <laughs> lost it right now. right? <laughs> so this goes on, and I'm losing it, I'm losing it, I'm losing it. So now I mess up a thing and then the whole the whole team goes, oh, you know, not like that. And I lost it, dude. I turned around, I go, are you guys freaking serious? I'm dying over here. Freaking help me out. I'm nervous. You know, this is not helping. You want to go home? Don't do that. You
2: know?
0: So then everybody started laughing because it made it funny. Yeah. And then of course the next day I nailed it right away. My nerve were out. Because of that explosion that I did, <laughs> and then thankfully everybody could go home, and, but it was crazy.
1: <laughs> do you enjoy? Do you enjoy that, or you just do it for the for the heck no, of the I, fun of it?
0: For, I, I do for the fun. Um, uh, I really enjoy it now. I do. You know what, what helped me a lot was going in front of a camera live on prize fighting championship.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Inside MMA live shows, live yeah. shows, live shows. Then I started acting. Then I did an, a short comedy in in and uh, where I started. I was the star, so this say the lead. And um, that won first prize at the New York Film Festival. And actually, that movie got me into Here Comes the Boom because, of course, Kevin pitched me, Yeah. Uh, uh, Kevin James, but the Sony said, no, 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 he's a fighter. That's a big part, you know, it's a supporting actor part. He yeah. said, no, what's this. And he showed that short movie, and they said, okay, yeah, he can do it. So that was that's my savior that I made that Kingdom of Ultimate Power, it's called. It's the it, it, what's it I called? Did. Kingdom of Ultimate Power. Okay, very this, cool. This really weird Russian guy, Vlad Rivka is my name, and I tried to. I find a, a writer, and I try to let him write a story that's pretty much unwritable un- because it's like the most insane ideas, you know. But the guy is so afraid of me because I'm a fighter, and he's so afraid of me, so he he tries to make some stuff up. It's really funny. So uh, I think it's funny.
2: So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh do you have anything set up lined up in, in in the near future lined up for any acting
0: we you know i was going to when the whole COVID thing happened i was just going to a, a different country to do an, a badass movie number two of one uh, i can't say which one but the first one did really well and uh, and i was looking forward to that because here comes the boom as my first big in a comedy yeah. Yeah. and now i wanted you know this was going to be a badass part yeah, you know, yeah. in a big movie so I'm really hoping that it's still going. I heard the director by now did another thing in between, but not that movie. Uh, so uh with a little luck when they start filming I'm I'm still going to be in it. So yeah. We'll see. Let,
1: let's let's talk a little bit about um your lung trainer. You said it's coming out September 2nd, which is just around the corner. W- what's it all about? Did you is this your second version of it or your first version of it?
0: well this is actually a third this is a long story man we had we've been attacked by by i don't know evil whatever it is i mean i ordered a new model in uh, august 2020 so, oh, so it's are. been
1: so it's, it's been ready. yeah
0: over a year yeah it's been crazy and it's been really killing me because it's i put uh, seven months were sold out we have nothing and we were selling really well because the things that do does for your lungs and for your breathing is just it's insanity um i mean it cured me from my in 2011 i came up with it I came up with it when I was 14, actually, because of doing track and field. And because I was doing track and field, I had my asthma attacks as well. So yeah. running was always the worst for me. And I was going to do decathlon. I was pretty good at a lot of stuff already. Yeah. But running, of course, was always my worst, uh, <coughs> my first pa- worst part. But every time after an asthma attack, I would break my running times if I would resume track and field and I couldn't understand why that was. And then I went to the doctor's office and I saw this drawing of a pair of lungs on the wall in a frame. And and there I realized that the infection is not in your lungs, the infection is the airways that go to the lungs. There's two airways. And it showed an infected airway and it showed a healthy airway. And that was it. I go, oh man, I've been working out my lungs because at the time I thought my lungs were still doing the work, but it's not, lungs are just two bags. Your 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 muscles your breathing muscles basically. Yeah me. yeah yeah. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> I thought, oh, I've been working out with resistance, so then when the asthma is gone, I got more stamina. Why don't I come up with something that has an uh, an uh, 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 air intake that I can restrict the air intakes. This is the first auto trainer, believe it or not. When I was little. I put this little washer in front of my teeth and it would try to breathe into through it. But it's super dangerous, of course, because it's shooting your lungs that you know? So I really realized, no, fast, you shouldn't do that. But, you know, I started thinking. <laughs> and then I made a prototype in 2011. And in three weeks, and understand this, every single fight I had, I had to open my lungs in the dressing room. If I'm sitting in this car and I sneeze violently twice, I need to open my lungs. But a lot of asthma patients have that.
1: Yeah.
0: And in three weeks, I was gone. And I go, there's no way. So I sent it to my buddy in Holland and he calls me back. He says, I want to sell him here. I said, what's going on? He says, my asthma is gone because I knew he had asthma as well. So now it started catching fire, but still people, it looks really stupid. It's a little plastic thing and people go like, ah, what is it doing? But then Dr. Belisa Vranish, she's a very, she's a world-renowned breathing expert. And she invited me to her office on Fifth Avenue in New York. And I came there and the first thing she did was measuring my chest expansion. I don't know why she's doing that because your breathing muscles, the more you can expand, the easier your lungs fill up, of course, right? So she breathes out, breathes in, and she goes like this. She says, Nah, there's no way. Do it again. And she does it again, and she gets weight. And she walks out, and she goes back with another doctor, and he goes, if I don't bring him, if I don't show him, he's not going to believe it. I mean, we've never measured any numbers like this. And then they realized it was because of the O2 trainer, my lung training device. You're training your breathing muscles so you can expand more. And then she put it in her book, and then people started. Now, people knowledge start buying it. Yeah, now it start to uh, not start to do very well. Hey, by the way, I just saw that in nineteen sixty nine, the alarm just popped up. Rocky Marciano, the great Rocky Marciano, passed away. So we got to oh, remember him, rest in peace today. But that was it. You know, it's uh, it, it started growing. So again. so and,
1: you know, so from September, I mean, from last year till now, what what's the holdup? What what happened? Is the manufacturing?
0: Yeah, what happened was I listen, we were making good money. Yeah. And I invested all that money in a new a new model, about yeah. a, a more, much more technical model. Yeah. And that was, uh, it was apparently, it's very hard to make. COVID completely destroyed the whole injection mold industry and its injection molds. I mean, it's a lot of money, man. Yeah, We're yeah, not yeah, talking yeah. about a compression mold for yeah. $12,000. We're talking over $100,000, a lot. Yeah. So uh, way over. Uh, and that's just the injection mold. But thankfully, four months ago, I, I saw this, I said, this is going to go wrong. What if it's not going to work? You know, I have invested all the money, everything is for free. I got a loan, I got everything. This is going to be crazy. So I, I came up with another one, another investment, another 80 grand. And and that was for another model that I have. Uh, and that model, it seems like that is going to be ready next week before the other one. So thankfully, I can catch it with this. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's going to be just fine. But boy, man. Yeah, it's been a freaking ride. But, yeah, hey, I mean, okay.
1: on, entre, entrepreneurship is like that, right? So you, ha, you have ups and downs, wins and losses, right? And it's just the way the world is. How long have you been married for?
0: Well, in February, of coming up with 30 years together. So, yeah, she's touched. She was way before me before everything started. Like I said, in 92, I wasn't even thinking about fighting. I had no control, no direction in life whatsoever. And she told me. She told me like eight months before it happened, you're going to be a famous fighter in Japan. And this is, this is also crazy. So we go to Japan, and I started, uh, and then I started fighting. And then a year into that, she looked, has that same look again. I go, okay, now what? She goes, we're going to move to America. You're going to be in the TV business. And out of the blue in 97, many years later, we decide to go to America. I got a show on TV for nine years. I mean, it's really crazy. Yeah. So she uh, she's always been very, very close to me we're very we're best friends and we really we're really connecting
1: i love that i love that yeah. and, and what do you think is your success to keep i mean we talk about being in canada like i've been an entrepreneur for 26 years when you're looking at for example in canada i've been married for 18 years but and entrepreneurs in general 62 percent in canada end up in divorce at least what has kept you two together
0: well um people confuse happiness with pleasure right they do this all the time. They think, oh, the new iPhone is going to make me happy. No, it's not. It's going to give you pleasure. And that, that pleasure is going to be gone when the new model comes out. And once you start focusing like that, you're going to go. And that's the same with women. You come in and go, oh, the sex is great. But that's going to disappear. Well, it's not going to disappear, but it's not going to be like it is going to be. You get, and if, if your whole relationship is based on that, and then when that turns down a little tiny bit, starts slowing down, then there's nothing to talk about anymore. You should first put the medal. That's why I like the things from early, you know, early days. Date. Date for a freaking year. Yeah. You know, know each other, really in and out. And before yeah. you make that step, because, I mean, it's a commitment. I I really should say, if you're married, you should try to stay married. But nowadays, it's the same. We yeah. set up our kids for losing, right? Yeah. We just talked about it. I mean, now they can't. Oh, any pressure? Oh, I want a divorce. Good. Yeah. You loved each other. Try to find that love back at least, you know, work for it. Isn't that what you're swearing? And you said, until that does does us yeah. part, so I think that's the problem. People are weak, effeminate. We have effeminate men who are weak men who can't say no to their pleasures. Yeah, no, it's, it's the truth, you know. And I love it. I love
1: it. I love it. I love it. It's funny you're saying that because that me and my wife dated for about six seven years. We got married. <laughs> we said let's live together for a year and make sure we're compatible. And then we said, before we have kids, let's get a dog for a year, make sure we can take care of something. And that was the process before we started having kids. It was, it was a process. And we did it, and now we're 18 years, going on 18 years, happily married. And and it's funny, because she's I'm, I'm the entrepreneur, go, 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 she's the grounded, like the anchor at home. She's very grounded, very yep. homely. My wife, I'm always new adventure, new adventure. My wife's very, I, I was just talking about this with somebody else this morning. And she, it's for my wife, she always says, if today didn't change, it was a good day.
0: Yeah, it's about yep. the simple that's, life that's a good, memories
1: memories family and that's all that's all that matters yes, Right health memories and family. So I love that I know you got to run soon. I have two more questions and then I'm going to bring in one of my staff Because one of my staff's a huge fan of yours and it's his birthday tomorrow oh, I okay. wanted him to ask a question to you. He has one question he's wanted to ask you, but i'll bring that at the end Two questions superpower. If you had one superpower, what would it be? Oh uh, Dun dun dun
0: Yeah changing people's minds Being, i love it uh, b- brain control
1: brain control so all the
0: crap that we now see in the world all the things with all the bad stuff and i don't even want to touch in it because the things that i see it's uh free, through military and it's the most horrible stuff if you put it in movies people are not going to believe it and if you can get rid of people like that you know yeah. by simply thinking about it so we don't have to shoot them but yeah. just, you know, say, okay, hey, this is what you show them, you know, what a decent person will be and suddenly give them the full load of what they have done in the past. And those people going to hurt. You know, that's actually what's going to happen once we go up there, right? Then it's, uh, <laughs> you're going to be judged. So you got to watch out. Yeah. Mind control. 100%. But for the good. I wouldn't try it for the bad. That's why it's good that I didn't have that 20 years ago.
2: because
0: <laughs> I'm a different guy now.
1: Uh, next question if something were to happen to you today in a few words how would you want to be remembered or described by your loved ones
0: you see that's a good question because i always uh, ask that uh, that's actually what i say to my students i said before you start fighting and you're committing to a career or whatever you do just always remember this how do you want to be remembered henry ford used to say that Hmm. how do you want to be remembered and that should be the answer should lay everything there. so yeah I want to be remembered as a guy, as a good guy, a guy who can overcome his weaknesses, vices, imperfections, not a slave to his passions and desires, a guy who's completely in control of himself, which right now I'm not, so I cannot be remembered like that, but that's what I would like to be, and that's what I'm working <laughs> towards, to, and a guy who's just always helping people, and then, you know, uh, is there for his friends and his loved ones, and then at the very end, it would be cool if there's just a little nippet of just say, you know what, he was, he was not a bad fighter either. You see, but that is not the focus. I think the focus yeah. should be on being just a decent person.
1: I love it. I love it. Your energy is so infectious. And, and and there's many people that have that energy in person. And then they could actually portray it through screen, through TV, through through photos. And your energy, doesn't matter what you do, is always there. And it's such a gift you have. And I love that you're passing on. And, and man, I love everything you're doing, man. Congrats on your career and and, and so much more is still ahead to come, right? I'm going to call Dan. Dan! Dan! <laughs>
0: And by the way, that that thing that the the I cannot turn it off. It's very hard for me to go to sleep. It's very hard for me. But that's but that's that's, that's that's
1: it's a gift. It's, you just it's, have to know what the tone I, is.
0: <laughs> but sometimes I go, <laughs> I stop. I'm talking to myself. I go, dude, stop. I you was know, like, it keeps on coming.
2: <laughs>
1: here, come here, buddy. Finger.
2: Oh, there's the man.
0: What's what, what's up? What's up?
2: How are you doing?
0: Doing good. How are you doing?
2: Big fan, big fan.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you.
2: You and uh, the Fight Professor are always my uh, my favorite duo.
0: Nice. The, I was uh, the... just talking about him. Oh, yeah, yeah? He's a really good drummer. I was yeah. telling somebody. He's like a really phenomenal drummer. Like, not just a good drummer. He's like a really good drummer.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I follow him in, on social media. So, I've seen... He used to be in a band, no? A long yeah. time ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool, yeah. man. That's um, what he did you have a question? Yeah, I got a question. Okay. Uh, I, I, uh, I remember you getting into the pride ring and kind of challenging Hicks and Gracie. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I mean, obviously nothing ever came out of that. And the question's just, I mean, I, I never knew what happened. Is it just he didn't want to? Money?
0: It, it, it never got a response to it. You know, I guess money. I guess, you know. Maybe not enough money. I I wish it would have happened. And I always said, you know, Hicks and I are completely cool. But people always think that, you know, because they did that, you know, I said, no, listen, we were in our primes. And once we were in our primes, they, he and Hoy said certain things about Pancras, you know, so I get in the attack, of course, because, hey, now you're attacking something that I love. It's like when Mm -hmm. I would say something bad about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or about Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Automatically, they they will come back. You see, so that was just a thing going on, but that doesn't mean there's a lot of respect. And the fact that I wanted him is because I saw his documentary and I saw him roll and I go, man, dude, that guy is hes really good. It's not good. Yeah. He's thinking phenomenal. And it would be cool to watch, to fight a guy like that to say, to see if I can stay out of his submissions. Just to see, you know, and if I can knock him out then. So that was literally the goal just to test our skills. It was never something personal.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I kind of got that from the way you did it.
1: Was, was there one person that you never had an opportunity to fight besides... It's crazy, but that you would you you look back and you wish you had the opportunity
0: you know it is a weird thing because it's a very scary opponent also fedor emilyenko you know for me and and that was a fight for me and when he hit in his, his prime for me i was just wanting to see if i can go the distance with this guy at the time you know because i haven't fought for a long time but i think that striking is good His wrestling is good my wrestling sucks so it's going to be on the ground uh, because he will take me down since my groundwork is better but his groundwork is really good as well. So, you know, that was uh, always just like to see, wow, what a powerhouse that guy is. You know, when he was in his prime, I, the way yeah. he was destroying people, yeah, he was something.
2: Yeah, it was the way, the way he moved as a heavyweight was unlike anyone else.
0: Great, and, and you know, also, it's almost like he does things on purpose. Sometimes he looks very clumsy, and then you go like, what does this happen? And it goes, whoops, Suddenly, he hit a very slick submission. And they go, oh, where did I get from? Oh, man. I'm betting you that he's setting that up. He's showing you, oh, I'm not that good at the whoop. And there he is. You know, very smart guy. Very nice person. Good. Uh, just a good guy, you know. And, and then on top of a, a, an animal when he's fighting. So that combination with me always does the trick. <laughs> Be good. I can fight. That's a good thing.
2: No, I just uh, always wanted to uh, know the answer to that. But, uh, yeah, the... big fan of you, man. Been following you for uh, for a long time.
0: Thank you very much. I really appreciate it.
2: It's my birthday tomorrow, so you can you can wish me happy birthday. <laughs> happy
0: birthday. What's your name again? My name's Dan. Dan. Oh Dan. Oh, that's easy. I should say Fanny it. Dan, happy birthday to you. Oh. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday dear Dan. Dong 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 ding, ding. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. There you oh,
2: go. There you use that clip now. <laughs> thanks a lot man i appreciate it all right take day. care man
1: that's man. this has been a pleasure brother i i appreciate everything you do i'm gonna put on our show notes how to get a hold of you is there anything else you want to leave with our audience before you go today
0: no no just uh you know just be there help people out you know and don't question people don't assume things that's what yeah. I always tell people. Assumption is the mother of all screw ups. It was in the 97 uh, the movie Under Siege with Steven Seagal. Somebody said it there, and <laughs> it always stuck with me because it is. Yeah. And they did tests on this at 95%, over 95%, everything that you assume in your is wrong. So, yeah. oh, this guy probably did it. It's wrong. Oh, this guy, did it. it's wrong. It's wrong, wrong, wrong. Stay away from assumption. Treat people with respect. Everybody's going to be happy. No more problems. That will be something.
1: <laughs> love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, brother. That's a wrap for today. What a great conversation. Great stories from our friend Bass Rutin. If you guys enjoy this podcast as much as I have, please like all weeks. Tell your friends, tell your family, spread the word. We're trying to build something special here. Leave a review. Five stars will be absolutely amazing. Myself, and my team love spending time reading the reviews. Until next week, guys, keep moving
2: forward.